is Nisayon. As we know, we're in the parshas of Avram Avinu, of Asara Nisayonos Nisnasa Avram Avinu, and our grandfather Avram, and the reason the Nefesh Achaim writes in Rukhaim Belazhar, in Ruach Chaim, on Perkyavos, where it says Avram Avinu, why it says that Avram Avinu had ten Nisayonos, because it's coming to teach us why he's called our father. Thank you very much. Coming to teach us that each and every one of us have within us the ability to stand up, to be Omid Vanasayam. That's really what life is about. You know, mo- most of the time the challenge that we have is accepting the fact that something is a Nisayam. Uh, we're, we're, we get like confused, like what's going on in my life, what's going on in my week, what's going on where it might be that you're struggling with. And the first step is for a person to realize that that uh, we're put on this world to have challenges, to have a Nisayan. Nisayan is Malachim Nais, that it's a banner, is that it's there for us in order to help us uh, become bigger, become taller, become stronger and to grow. A lot of times what we do, this for me? Thank you very much. A lot of times what we do is we, we, we fight the Nisayan, we fight the fact that that is our, that we're having a Nisayan. We don't want to have this Nisayan. We want to have, we want to choose our challenges. We want our challenges to be tailor-made by us. But in, in essence, it's really, as we see by Avram Avinu, right, it's uh, the whole Indian of Avram Avinu, or Desler writes about it, how, how every person has a natural, a natural way of being. Avram Avinu's natural way of being, whatever that means, was to give and to love and chesed. Chesed. Avram Avinu's chesed. All of his nisyonos, all of his nisyonos were the opposite of that. Were challenging that. And, uh, and, and forcing him, as, as it says in this week's parasha, Atiyadati ki elokim. Right? And I always, you know, it always hit me that who's Avram's son is Yitzchak, who became born from Avram Avinu is the ultimate gibar, the ultimate guru, so it means that he was successful. Thank you so much. He was successful in, in working on himself and, and breaking himself. Uh, breaking himself, right? We, we went last year, I think we discussed the word breaking himself is a hard word for us to hear. But the truth is, um, you know, each person on his level has the ability to to uh, push yourself beyond your limits. Every person on his level. Doesn't mean that a person is able to, you know, uh, uh, you know, totally transform himself overnight. But every person can do a little bit. They say, how do I sing to Hashem with my ode? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Right? You push yourself a little bit. People most of the time live in the world of all or nothing. Either I'm pushing myself for greatness all the time and I'm totally going 100 miles per hour or, or I have to accept who I am and do nothing, whatever it is. It's a little bit. It's Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva telling us that at the little drop, you learn a little bit, you do a little bit, you do a little bit, as, as Dovi Sauer said so beautifully, if you upgrade every year 1%. 1%, it's not a lot. You upgrade one percent. I know in the in the book, one of the one of the um, 
one of the uh, Nathaniel Nathaniel Brandon has Lahabdul Nathaniel Brandon is actually a Yid. Nathaniel Brandon in in, uh, in uh, six pillars of self esteem. So in the back when he has all of those um, uh, things to do. So one of the, what he does is if I would give I would add five percent more, ten percent more, say two percent. If you would have let's say one percent more happiness today, don't say oh okay I got to become happy today. Yeah, those say, oh, I gotta judge everybody favorably. I gotta become this new positive person. You're a negative. Yeah, yeah easy to say. Oh, become positive, right? Become this. Poof. We'll put you in the microwave and we'll 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 put it on. You know, thirty seconds, a minute. A minute's already too long, right? Put it on thirty seconds. Like they have that button, the thirty-second button, right? And then poof, you put yourself in the microwave and then you're healed, and then you're. You're, you're, everything is fine. It doesn't work like that. <clears throat> a little bit. A little. When a person grows, or you ever see somebody, a little kid, you haven't seen them in a long time, you're like, oh my gosh, you grew. But the family members don't notice the growth because it's very, very, very insignificant. And growth is also very internal. Growth is not external. Especially when it comes to relationships and it comes to healing. Right? Shlomi Tesher said, said a very strong thing. I think last year... Maybe it was two years ago, I think it was last year, where we were saying it's not about fixing your problems. It's not about fixing, it's about it's about healing. Whenever you deal with healing, fixing is what? You take a nail, how do you fix something? You take a nail, you take a hammer, and you fix it. You take your your whatever you do and you fix it. Right? It shouldn't take that long to fix something. How long does it take to fix something? You bring something to the tailor and you fix it. Alright, take a couple days. But healing could take a year. It could take a, a person, and especially the older you are, the harder it is to heal. Right? A person, when they're older and they hurt themselves, it's much harder to heal. So when you have old wounds, right, it takes, it takes a long time for a person to heal. To heal. If you're a negative person, right? If you're a negative person, what does that mean you're a negative person? If you have strong, strong, strong negative thoughts a lot, a lot. It could be your mother's negative, could be your father's negative. So you grew up in a home where that's what they fed you constantly. Negative, negative. Oh, good morning. And then your mother's yelling, your father's yelling. Let's say a person grew up like that. It's nobody's fault. Let's say a person grew up like that with negativity, negativity, negativity. Negativity means, let's just define what negativity means. Negativity basically is, is the victim being a victim. What does being a victim mean? Negativity and victimhood are, are, are twin brothers. They love each other. If you're negative, then you're usually a victim. If you're a victim, then you're negative. What does that mean? It means, uh, right, I can't, I can't, it's the weather, it's the weather, it's my, it's my mood, it's, it's the yeshiva, it's my roommate, it's, it's Judaism, right? It's excuses. That's really what negativity is, is based on. Positivity and ownership is the fact that okay, whoa, whoa, maybe I could do something about this. Maybe I can, maybe I could take control. Maybe I could take responsibility. So you're right. The weather is not not so sunny, you know. So maybe I could I could figure out a way to be happy. Maybe I'm not you know able to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I could figure it out. Maybe I could speak to people. Maybe I could figure it out. You become creative as a as as positivity. You're focused on you're focused on how we can solve problems. 
You're focused on listening. You're focused on, on uh, you know, on a future, a brighter future. But if a person grows up and his mother in the womb, right? You're talking about talking about psychology. In the womb, they have uh, they have uh, documentation of how when a mother has stress and anxiety, and you're, she's carrying you, and she's stressed, that affects the baby, of course. If your mother is, is stressed, and she's holding you for years, and you're a baby, you, it could be, there's na- something called natural anxiety, right? It's some, that's the way it works, usually. If a mother is a very anxious person, there could be underlying just, just angst that a person has, he's, he's constantly like that, or if your father's her way, whatever it is, we all know. And no one's blaming anyone's father. No one's blaming anyone's mother. That's, that's just the reality. So what do I do? And you have to ask yourself, so what do I do? So how are you supposed to survive? What are you supposed to do? So the answer is, or one of the answers is, is that, is that it takes time. It takes time. It takes time for a person to learn how to become a more loving, positive, great person. The problem is when you watch Netflix a lot, and then you watch all these movies a lot, and you escape with all that a lot, and then you have, you escape with other things, whether, whatever it might be, you escape with that calms you down, then that is your, uh, that is your coping mechanism of choice. Whatever it might be, whatever it might be, whatever you choose, and you watch a movie, and you see these, this beautiful scene of, with music in the background of love, and connection, and then you're then you're in big trouble, because then you're living in in reality, and then you're living in total non-reality. Because there's no music that's going to play when you're dating someone. There's no music. I mean, sometimes there's music in the background, but uh, th- 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 that's only when you're beginning the relationship. You build a relationship to build. You know what it is to build a relationship with yourself. You know what it is to build your relationship with with a person. You know how you know how complex that is, how deep that is. No wonder so many people get. To, I don't know what the rate. Maybe someone can look up. Someone has. I'd love to know what the rate. The rate of divorce. Can someone look that up on the internet right now? What is the rate of divorce in uh, in America? What is the thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent? I don't know what it is. Right. That's what I want to see. And then we'll go to some. I don't know. I know it was fifty percent a while ago. What is it? What? 50%. 50%. So you know what that means. That means that, that's, that means you're basically flipping a coin. That means you're basically flipping a coin when you get married, and I hope it's going to work out. You're flipping a coin because it's 50-50. Right? You have no idea if it's going to work out. People going to say, oh, that's why the Goyim. Right? That's the Goyim. That's you. Right? But one second. I just want to say something. First of all, first of all, unfortunately, it's probably not so true. Uh, Avada, it's more probably by the Goyim. But, but the point is that, that our relationships are, we're definitely are affected by the culture of secular culture. We're not here uh, growing up in Square Town, uh, New Square. We're not growing up in, uh, in Monroe, right? Even Maya Sharm, I don't know if Maya Sharm even exists anymore as far as the, what, it's probably two streets of the insular. It's not, it can't be anymore with the cell, it's not. In America, you know, you have Square Town, you have all these different, different places. But even that, even that, you know, we're not, we're, not, we didn't, we're not like that. We didn't grow up like that either way. So it doesn't matter. We grew up, you know, knowing what Netflix is and knowing what baseball is and knowing what 
football is and knowing what all these things are, knowing what, and even in the Jewish culture, unfortunately, we're, scratch that, I don't know, unfortunately. In the Jewish culture, open up a Mishpacha magazine, open up an Ami magazine, all these. It's filled with stupidity. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. We're doing Hilton Sashar. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, so I take that back. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I guess I'm teaching. Um, I don't know if that discourages people. I don't know. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it or not. But I'll say my point. Let me say my point. I, don't, I hope I wasn't over Lashonara talking about these magazines. I'm going to say Lashonara again. I don't know if it's Lashonara. Whatever. Our culture pushes, pushes tremendous, tremendous uh, stupidity as well. The culture. The culture pushes stupidity, 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 stupidity. Whether it's shatels and 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 uh, and programs and and restaurants and 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 we're we're very much connected to the secular culture. That's it. No, nothing wrong with anybody having shatels. That's not my point. But my point is, is that is that we're also part of the culture. There's a culture of, of keeping up with with uh, you know that 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 the that the from world is teaching us that this is what the culture is. Right, if you're having advertisements for things in a in a Jewish from forum, then you're, what you're doing is you're you're brainwashing a certain culture. But that's what a culture is. You're supposed to go away for now. That I see they have sukkahs program. I looked. I usually don't look at these magazines, but on vacation when I saw one of these magazines, now they have sukkahs programs, right? So Pesach here, Pesach programs, right? Okay, I'm not I'm not uh, Pesach programs. Okay, that's a culture. That, that's the culture. Okay. Rabbi please. Yeah, I just want to say, when the is speaking about the 1%, yeah. so first of all, that's, and I would to suggest that I go and just kind of book, anybody yeah. who wants to do that, right. should get that right. book. And yeah. It's really amazing work that I It's called Six it. Pillars of Self-Esteem. In the back, he has like, like, uh, uh, a, 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 uh, whatever it's called, uh, like, uh, a um, exercise of of, uh, of doing things like that. It's great. It's, it's really amazing. Good. I did yeah. It for like two and a half months. Right. Yeah. You see a difference for sure. Anyway, yeah. um, the 1%, Jordan Peterson talks about it, and he says that you need so much humility right. to be willing to do that. And I remember as you're talking, when I was 18, I went to work out, and I literally remember after the first day, I almost like stopped because I couldn't put weights on the bar. It was like so embarrassing. Right. Like in the gym working out with a bar, with no weight, right. that's right. all I can lift. Right. And it's like, yeah, when it comes to working out, that's, just, right. that's what you have to do. Right. As, you know, as you're working, so you got to be humble. Correct, correct. Yeah, 100%. Right, true. 100% true. Yeah, yeah. Part of it is, is accepting, <laughs> accepting your, your limitations. Part of it is. Part of it is saying that, that I'm not able to do something that's very, very hard. It's very, very hard for a person to accept it, especially when the guy next to you can do it. That's even harder. To accept that you can do it when the guy next to you can do it. So it's like, how come that guy can, can, uh, you know, can get up early? And I can't get up early. How come that guy can stop doing uh, these things? And I can't. You know, I can't. I just can't. It's too hard for me. Is there something wrong with me? Am I that weak? So we, so we, so we then go into denial 
we, we then become in denial. That, that, that's what happens to us. Because we can't deal with the fact that I might not be able to do what somebody else can do. Instead of me, you know, doing what, doing what, I, um, what I need to do. I, I just want to clarify what I say because I, I feel a little guilty that I might have uh, spoken Lashon Hara. Um, um, I just want to clarify what I meant about the magazines, uh, the, the From magazines. Um, you, you have to be very careful with those magazines, um, the From magazines, because, because uh, it, 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 it's, it's not, you know, the, 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 you know this, this is what I was talking about, meaning the, the, what we see on the outside is not always a reflection of the truth. That, that was my point. When a person opens up from magazines, and a person reads uh, or sees, watches Netflix, or you watch things, so the danger is, is that it tricks, it tricks your brain to think that this is, that this is what, you know, uh, yeah, look, even on the Coke, on the Coke bottle in Israel, right, it says, uh, Tam, Tam right, you know, Chaim. So when you're davening on, uh, when you're davening on, right, so that's a, that's a, call, I think it's called a meme, a meme, not a meme that they have nowadays. It's called a meme in, 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 a, in how it affects your brain, is that when you see Tamachayim and you're saying Zachreinu Lachayim, so, so the, the advertisers know how to brainwash you to make you think, oh, that's what life is about. Life is about drinking Coke. Life is about a Pesach program. Life is about these things. It, it makes you, right? It says the, the, the greatest uh, um, confusion came with Chava, but came from her seeing, right? And I think the Lushan is that she saw how, how it looked. The, the eye see, especially in our dar, right, where, you, where, where we see everything. Right? It used to be you just see your neighbor. You see your, you know what I mean? How many people could you see already? Now a person can see what somebody in America is doing. And then you see what someone in, in uh, you know, Russia is doing. And you see what someone, so then what happens is it really affects a person to say that this is what life is about. This is really what life is about. How many people are destroyed in their intimacy life? With their life when it comes to a husband and a wife, how many people are destroyed? Literally, you destroy. People don't realize when you're younger and how, 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 how it could really, really affect a person's marriage, his, his concept of, of intimacy with his wife based on what he's seen. And when you watch things and you see things, forget it, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about what it does to the neshama. I'm not talking about what it does to the soul. I'm not, I'm not holding on a level to, to know what it does to the soul. It definitely is not good for, this, for the soul when a person sees inappropriate things. But, but, but what it does is it really, really affects a person's... I think Yehuda Mattel was telling me they did a survey. I don't know the exact thing, so I don't want to, uh, I don't want to uh, misrepresent what he said. But, but he told me they did a survey recently in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in, in the world or whatever, in, in a university, that they did a survey is that... Is that is that men men have have a much more difficult time in certain intimacy uh, arenas because they because they're 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 they've been messed up in the head from watching things and it really really 
is a scary, very, very scary thing. So what does a person do? So the Yitzah is, is that a person has to guard himself. It's very dangerous, whatever it is. My, my, point is, my point is these things take time. When you're affected so much by, by our culture and we see things and you watch movies and a person, I remember there's a guy in yeshiva, a great, great, great chashiva guy, a very chashiva person in our yeshiva. I remember the first year in the yeshiva, the second year in the yeshiva, when we were talking about relationships, he's like, he grew up in a, in a challenging home. And he says, oh, you mean, so the relationship that I'm going to have with my wife is not like they make it in the movies. Like, that's what he said in a, in a very, to me, mystic way. Like, so then how else am I supposed to know how to have a relationship? You know, how, how else? And the, and the answer is, I don't know. It's a good question. It's very, very hard. Very, very hard. Very, very hard to know. So if you didn't, if your parents are divorced or, or you grew up with, with, uh, with your parents, they don't even have to be divorced. You could grow up with your parents and have such a good relationship. And you, didn't, and you didn't see love. That's why I always say the greatest thing, is from my mother said it, the greatest thing uh, a person could do for his children is, is love their spouse. Have a great relationship with your wife. It's the greatest thing a person could do. So you want to ask yourself, how am I going to have, and people say, oh, but Rebbe, I'm not ready for marriage yet. So first of all, I just want to say something. Anybody sitting here is not far from marriage. right? If you were in third grade, I'd say I agree with you. If you were 14, I'd say, I agree with you. I agree with you. But if once you're 18 years old, right? Moshe Groveman, so when are you getting married, Moshe? Oh, you're married already. Exactly. So I'm saying, well, no, but why am I saying that? Moshe Groveman was sitting, Moshe Groveman in my brain. It's like, right? There's a chasana today. Josh Simon's getting married. Well, I'm saying what? Saying, that's it, done. You're married. That's it. It's over. Right? Nisano. It's married. He came to yeshiva, Shalom Aleichem. He's a bachar in the yeshiva. It happened. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. So a guy says, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not this. Mayor Mattel, right? I can go around and uh, point out all the married. But it's, but it's so true what I'm saying. It's true. And a guy says, oh, okay, I'm only, I'm only second year. I'm only 18. I'm only 19. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only. I'm only, I'm only. And it's, it's a serious thing when a person wants to develop a relationship you have to figure out how to do that. You have to figure out how to do that. It's not simple. It's not simple. It's not simple. And especially the person you're going to marry. you got to think about that. The values of the person you're going to marry. And the foundation. Of course, it's not over when you're married. Because you're married, you're very young. But I'm saying, but you want to have certain values that you know to be true. Certain values that you say. That you work on. It's not about being there. It's not about getting there. I'm not being there. I'm still trying to be wherever there is. We're all trying. That's why we're here in this year. That's why we do this. Because we're all trying to get somewhere. But it's certain values and principles in life that you know are true. One thing is true. Netflix is not good for you. That I can tell everybody. Netflix, is it enjoyable to watch a movie? 100%. Of course it's enjoyable. It's not good for you. It's not good because it... Because it because it, cause it, cause it, it brainwashes you to, to have, especially nowadays, you can't even watch, I told you, I, I don't know, my kids can't even, I don't let them watch Arthur. Arthur, cute old, Ar- Spongebob, you can't even watch Spongebob anymore. I mean, I don't know, I never watched Spongebob's after my time. That's right, Spongebob came, he's, he's uh, Spongebob, Mr. Potato Head, all these things. No, but it's good to talk about it. You can't watch Arthur. I told my kids they can't watch Arthur. Why can't you watch Arthur? 
Why can't you watch Arthur? Because my kid was, they were talking at the table about Arthur, how one of the episodes was, was with two men living together. So that means I'm seven years old, that means I'm five years old, and, what, and there's a brainwash. That, I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that growing up. I had, there's a husband and there's a wife. Is this? But then a guy, a kid who's seven years old, who didn't even reach puberty, doesn't even know any any sexual feelings or any intimate feelings or exposed to this. So in his mind, right, you don't, we don't realize how much that affects. And what's that going to affect? He sees, he looks up and he sees his mother and father screaming at each other. They're yelling at each other. Or he sees their father and their mother ignoring each other. Or whatever he sees, he sees this husband and wife not getting along, and then Arthur makes the husband and the husband get along. I don't know what that does to a person. I don't know what that does to a person. That could definitely mess with someone's head. Definitely, in theoretical, it could mess with your head. To say, oh, maybe because it's a woman, and then they say, oh, women are different, and men are different, and everyone makes jokes, and everyone rolls their eyes, and they make jokes about marriage, and this and that. It's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Okay, I have no idea how we got into this, but, but we're here. Okay, let's continue. Yes, for Philip. Um, about the divorce rate. Yeah. First of all, I, I think it's crazy. Mamish, like, I know so many people that are, like, older people that are getting divorced or got divorced. Right. And Rabbi Aron told me that Luke back in Yeshiva. I will this say generation is different than other generations. Right. So I will say, so one thing I do want to say, we're, I, I, we're not judging anyone who gets divorced. And I'm not, we're not saying that anyone who's divorced does not know how to have a relationship. I just want to be very clear um, to anyone who, you know, there are people who stay married. There are people who are married, who it's worse that they're married because they have, and, I, and, I, and I've, had, I've had discussion with guys. You know, the best thing would be if your parents would get divorced. You know, passive aggressive and having no relationship sometimes is worse. And we're not judging anyone who's divorced. That's number one. Anyone who's divorced, we don't say you don't know how to have a relationship and you're terrible and you're blah blah chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. I just want to be very clear. I know there are a lot of people who listen to this sheer, and I for sure here we could talk it out where it's live as we're talking. But if someone's going to listen to this sheer and say. And they're divorced, or, or so you know, chas I'm not I'm not judging anyone who who's divorced. One thing we could say, one thing I could say, is that whether you're married or you're divorced, the the goal the goal is to have a relationship. That's what life life is about relationships. You want to learn how to have healthy healthy relationships. Or if Phil's asking why, I really have no idea why. Um, I think I think one reason could be is that. Is that it's like like this in anything? Once something becomes okay, it's much easier. Once something becomes okay, it's much easier. It's gullus. What can I tell you? It's much easier when people do something and it's like not so crazy. Okay, it's not such a big deal. It's not such a big deal 
you know, when people act a certain way, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, I can't do justice to, to uh, not not going to in this forum for sure. Not going to say. I could just say, unfortunately, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's why that's why it's dangerous when a person doesn't have the proper hashkafas of what life is about. It's dangerous. It's dangerous because then a person is totally, totally in the hands of the media. He's in the hands of what's... Listen, they have groups. This for sure i got to be careful to say. They have, they have uh, you know, feminism is, not, is, not, is, a, is a dangerous thing. Feminism, meaning not, not, the, not feminism as that we love uh, and value uh, the female, but fem- feminism as a, as a uh, movement is a very dangerous thing. Uh, you know, you could have a therapist validate, you could have a woman fa- therapist validate a girl uh, who's in therapy, you know, you gotta stand up for your rights, and you, which is true, you gotta stand up for yourself, but, but a lot of times therapists and mental health professionals can be a very, very big, I dealt with that, I dealt with that once with, with a Talmud of mine, for real, it was, it was terrible, so he got divorced. I'm not saying this is why, but, uh, but he was a young guy with the two children, young guy, two children, and he got divorced. And I remember speaking to his therapist, who was a female known therapist, and she was talking about how terrible he is, and I asked her just a simple question. I said, did you ever sit down and meet him? She was saying how it's all his fault, it's all his fault. He, she called me up to help the situation, and she's saying, it's all... Um, it's all his fault. He's this. He's this. He's this. And he was. She was encouraging her. You got to, you know, a lot of stuff. And a good therapist. I mean, I, this definitely turned me off. And and I said, did you ever sit down? Did you ever meet the guy? Did you ever sit down? Did you ever have a conversation with him? She said no. So I said, so how, what, what, what do you? You know, I don't, I don't know. How how are you? Uh, I don't know. How do you not have a How do you judge someone when you're hearing one side of the story? To, to, to not to say, bring in your husband, let's have a conversation together, see the dynamics, you know, but anyway. Okay, let's get, let's get back to, uh, or this will get exciting, we'll have a lot of questions. Yeah, Nisano. I'm just going to make a bracha first because I'm like, and I'm sorry, one second. Baruch Ato Adonai, Elohim, Amen. He grew up in New Square, which I feel like I yeah. 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 Right. Hard. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. First of all, at one point, you'll probably have to drop those things. At one point. At one point, and you gotta come to. You gotta listen to these. Sure, you gotta talk about sanity. When you're living in an insane world. You got to be very, very careful, and we're all living in an insane world, getting more insane. It's not even crazy; it's insane, insane. What you guys struggle with? I told this. I said this. I said this 15 years ago when I was in Chinuch, 15, maybe even more. I'm sorry, what am I talking? 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I remember sitting with the, the guys in Leib Shlomo in Baltimore. I start. I was Zocher to start Leib Shlomo in Baltimore. All right, Yosef, you know, right? Corner of Seven Mile and Park Heights. I right, uh, Yehuda, right. Your brother was there. Your uncle, I'm sorry, was there. And I, I, I remember to this day. I remember sitting around with the Chevra 
And we were talking about, I'm sorry I'll say in the base marriage, but this is what we got to talk about. We were talking about homosexuality. Homosexuality. And the guys were like going nuts. Ah, crazy. Oh, that, was the, that was the culture back then. Right? And I said, guys, I want to tell you something. There's going to come a time where you're not going to be able to talk like that. And there are going to be people struggling. And you're going to have people just like you, your roommate, blah, blah, blah. No way, Rabbi. No way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way. No way, no way, no way. And then what's going to happen with your next generation? What's the next generation? You know, people, and we don't, we're not judging anyone. I'm not judging Chas Shalom. I'm not judging anyone. People have real challenges, and that's challenges that our generation is facing. And what are your children, what is your generation challenges going to be? Whether it's gender issues. There's someone now, I said this, I said this a month ago, there's someone who you all know, there's someone who spoke to me about a, 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 a situation that he has in a from, from family where his sister is struggling with gender identity. She says she doesn't want to be called a, she doesn't want to be a she anymore. She wants to be an it. Now, and chas v'shalom, I'm not, I'm, and I mean this, we're not judging chas v'shalom, we're not saying it's this one's fault, is that one's fault? Chas v'shalom, we can't, we can't point fingers. But Nisano's asking, so what do I do? The answer is the world is getting insane and insane. You've got to figure out where your sanity is coming from. Where is my sanity coming from? How often do I pour? How often I spend some time yesterday uh, with, with some chevra in, in, uh, in a place where you're not allowed to have phones, you're not allowed to have all these things, for real. And they were talking about, guys, chevra from the yeshiva, right? And they were talking about how, how, how free they feel and how good they feel how they're talking about what are they going to do when they're allowed to have... They were having a machlokas. I just want to tell you how good it was to hear this. They were having a machlokas amongst each other. Say, oh, if we have our phones once, once a, a, a week, now they can have their phone once a week, twice a week, right? They're like, I don't want to go back to my phone. I feel finally I can think straight. Finally, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being sucked in, sucked in. By, by the world. Mom is crazy. Very, very scary. Very, very scary. So, Nisano, to answer your question, you got to find a Tevas Noah. you got to find a place in your heart. You have to find a place in your mind. And you have to find a physical place. A physical place where you have sanity. Where you have a place where it reminds you of what the truth is, what life is about. Life is about not judging anyone negatively. Life is about loving yourself more. Life is about having more patience. Life is about not speaking Lashon Hara. Life is about Torah. Life is about Hashem. Life is about being good to people. Life is about giving. Life is about that. Life is about, about serious, serious things. All of us are going to die. It's good to think about that. It's good to think about the fact that everyone here, it's good, right? I didn't say it, right? Uh, Shlomo Amalek says it. It's better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a wedding. It's very good to go to a house of mourning to realize that we are going to die. And why am I put on this world? To remind yourself of that. The world does not, is not going to remind you. Amazon is not going to remind you that you're going to die. Right? Netflix is not going to remind you. All these things are not going to remind you that, that, that life is serious. That, that there's olam haba. 
there's din v'cheshbon. I'm not going to remind you. So, Nisanal, to answer your question, maybe a little bit, I don't know if I did answer your question, but it's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. <coughs> very, very dangerous to, to, uh, to, to not have a place where you have safety and security and sanity. You have to ask yourself, who is my, who is my voice of sanity? When do I get my voice of sanity? What is sanity? How come, right? Do not trust, I'm going to say this for real, do not trust the, the Netflix. Don't trust Netflix to give, you, to give you the answers to your problems. Drugs is a very bad, uh, someone told me recently, I like the way Rabbi Kayla said it, I've, I said it in a different way, but it's a very, it's a, right? As Mayor, I think, told me this, I've heard this from other people, drugs, alcohol, watching things, escaping is a solution. It's not a problem. Those are all solutions that are bad solutions. When you have a problem, when you have a problem, then, 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 then what happens is a person automatically tries to find the solution. Drugs is not a problem. Alcohol is not a problem. Watching Netflix is not a problem. It's a solution to something. It's a solution to a problem that you have. Did I say it right? Is that, that is answer that? to a good question. Oh, so Nachi told me, Rabbi Kato says, it's a bad answer to a very good question. That's, I like that. It's a, very, it's a very bad answer. Not only is it a bad answer, it's, it's not an answer. It doesn't even answer it. it. doesn't even answer that. I don't mean to argue. Rabbi Kato is not an answer. I know what he means. You're not even answering the problem. It's a, it's a, it's, so why am I saying that? And, so saying, and it's a great question. Right, right, right. It's a, it's a, it's the greatest question you can have is how do I, how do I deal with my anxiety? How do I deal with my pain? How do I deal? I don't know how to deal. I said this. I said this. I thought of last year. I said this already. I thought of this last year, and I've said this. I think recently. What what this has done is that when you're 12 years old, or I don't know, right? We swear about this. If you started your, your social media and your phone at 10 years old, at 12 years old, so you never had a chance to be in a bad mood. You didn't even have a chance to feel what a bad mood is. You didn't have a chance to feel anxiety. You didn't have a chance. You don't even know what that is. You don't even know what that is. So the second that something happens, you don't know how to deal with it because you, you don't even know how to feel it. You don't know how to do anything with it. It's a very... It's a very uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a very, definitely very challenging. Very challenging. And a person has to, to have a lot of self-discipline. You have to have a lot of self-discipline. A lot nowadays, you have to have a lot of... So I have, I have this with my own kids. When, when did I have this? I had this by uh, recently with my son, with my little son. We were playing a game together. And uh, <clears throat> oh, it was a Don Lekov's Chus thing. It was something, you know, and I'll put it into the Chavetz Chaim because it worked with that also. I forgot where, oh, I know it was, right before the wedding. Uh, very good. I want everyone to hear this. This is good. There's a double, there's a double uh, whammy to this one, right? So I've spoken about, I've spoken about when, when you see a parent with a child, which is beautiful. I love seeing a father with a son, a daughter with a mother, or vice versa. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be a father with a daughter, a mother with a son. Everyone got it. It could be the same. But I just like, for me personally, I like a father with a son, because I'm a father and I was a son. So, so no offense to, to the women. It's, not, it's just, I happen to be a father and I happen to be a son. I have to be careful nowadays. Right? So father, right? 
father and the son. So I like the I like that scene of the father and the son. It makes me feel warm in my heart when I see the love of a father and a son. So so uh, and I always talk about seeing the father with the son and the fathers, and then and it hurts even more when the child is with the father and the father's on his phone. I'm like ah, like so close but yet so far. Like get off your phone. Like bond with your son. Like connect with your son. So here's my Dalakovskus, and here's my, uh, oh, now I already forgot the second thing that I was going to say. No, I did, but now I remember the Dalakovskus. Okay, Hashem will help me remember the second thing. So the first thing was, the what? Right, 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 right. Dalakovskus. So here's my Dalakovskus. Before the wedding, Oh, oh, no, okay, it'll work, it'll all work, I got it, it came back, it all came back, senior moment, so, so what happened, I'm, 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 it was before my son's wedding last week, Baruch Hashem, and, and uh, I was with my little guy, my little son, I, w- I was taking care of him, I was being a good father, whatever, whatever that, that means, and I was being with my little son while my wife and the daughter doing all the makeup and all the women's stuff, and I was with him, and I said, oh, he was hungry. This is like an hour before the wedding. We had nothing to do. So I said, let's go to the gas station. We'll get something to eat. He got something to eat. We're sitting there. I'm like, oh, I'm such a good father. You know, I'm feeling all good. I'm connecting with my son. We're out there. Now, because I'm being such a good father, and it's Erev the Chasana, Erev, an hour before, I'm checking my phone. I'm on my phone. I'm like, if someone would walk into the store and see me a little bit checking my phone with my son, they could judge me. Laras. I was like, oh, thank you, Hashem. It just gave me a great, great way to judge someone like Hafschus. Why? Because I would naturally say, ah, oh, look at this father with the son, would you get off your phone? But if you know the whole story, where here it's right before a wedding, you're there, so, so that was, that's number one in the story. It gave me another <clears throat> way to judge someone. When I see a father with a son and the father is busy on his phone, and could say, or a mother's with a daughter, and you could say, oh, maybe it's right before the wedding, and she's doing a great job being with her daughter, but she's answering the phone in the meantime. So that was just as far as Don Lekovskis. Now, there's my point. Thank you. Okay. I'm sure with the clap. What, 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 what's the, the clap for? But thank you. I'll take it. Hour before the wedding. Hour before the wedding. Okay, the whole thing. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, this is where this came from. Because I think it was then, or it could be another time, my son's like, Tati, would you put that on your phone? You know, I've had that before with him. Tati, you know, I don't know. He was nudging, you know, grabbing my, my, uh, my, my uh, pants or whatever it is. Tati, and that to me is the greatest musser. Like, it hurts when he says that. that that's where I was starting when I wanted to say that. Because it happened recently. I don't know if it was in that, in that, in the in the store, but what's my point? The point is, the point is, we gotta learn self-discipline. You gotta discipline yourself. You got, in our generation, you have to have extra, extra, extra discipline. Someone send me a picture, someone who listens to the shir, a very hush of a, hush of a person who listens to the shir, so they sent me a picture of a family, I can't, uh, maybe I'll send it at the airport, they were in the airport, they had a, a, a like, and again, I'm not ju- we're not judging, and it could be, it was right before the wedding, and I'm just trying to make a point, trying to make a point. There was like a three-year-old kid wearing these big earphones plugged into a device, 
The mother had her earphones plugged into a vice, and the father had, right? And that, that's a functional family. That's like, you know, what, what they used to say, like sitting and watching, you know, a movie with your family is great. You know, that, that's like a high level. You know, what about having a conversation, right? Oh, it's so beautiful. We're all in a, in a car together. Baruch Hashem, the family's all together in the car, but everyone's on their device. Okay, that's a madrega. At least they're all in the car together. But you want to you wanna learn to have dialogue. You want to learn to have discussion. You want to learn to be able to understand, to be able to process, to have patience. That's, that's, what, it, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And you've got to figure out how to learn that. You've got to figure out how to learn that. Because if you don't learn that, you're going to be in big trouble. That's really the truth. You're going to be in big trouble because you won't know how to have a relationship. You won't know how to build and to have love and to connect with people and to connect with yourself. You don't even know how to connect with yourself. The guys who I spoke to recently from Yeshiva who are in a place where they can't have all this, they're forced. I'm telling you, one of the guys there, I was speaking to Zalmi. Zalmi's like a different person. I'm being serious. Zalmi was amazing before. He's like, ah, he's alive. Amazing. Ah, schmoozing. 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 Like, ah, why? He says, ah, it's great. I'm on my phone. I don't know this. It's like, it's like a breath of fresh air that he's able to connect more and more and more. It's like, it's like a chizm. Yes. Right? Yeah, what? I went a little louder. I heard the beginning. I didn't hear the. If they're. If they disagree on whether to give the children a child, they're what portion Yeah, that's why I say when you're dating, you know, you got to make sure you're, there are no surprises like that. Right? You got to be on the same. Wavelength a little bit. You first have to decide what's important for you. It's not a, you know, those questions will come up tremendous. I had that. Someone asked me recently. They have their daughter who's 14 years, uh, 13 years old, 14 years old. I had this recently. Someone asked me this question. That's a big problem. They said they, that, that they're very from, very Ehrlicha people, amazing people. They called me up and said their daughter wants to get a smartphone. They said, why? Because everyone in the class has a smartphone. Everybody in the class has one. Or 80% of the people in the class have a smartphone. What do they do? It's a problem. It's not so simple. It's a problem. <coughs> you don't want your child to feel that, that there's something wrong with them, that they're different. Right? Then they'll want it even more. At the same time, it's hard. It's very... There, the, the bottom line is there's, there's no end to the challenges that everyone is going to face, especially your generation the generation that's ahead of you is very 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 complex very complicated very very complicated much more complex than than me growing up i can tell you like that and i'm not i'm not that 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 old yet but i'm saying i'm not, it's very very complex very complicated so therefore what that's how we end this year and say okay good luck guys you're complicated go go good luck to you guys so i'll tell you i'll tell you the answer the answer is that you got to get clarity yourself. You must get clarity. Because if you don't have clarity, you are done. You're done. Because the world outside is, is confusing. In my, in my growing up, the world was not so confusing. We had three channels. We had ABC, CBS, NBC, 
and Fox. Fox was hard to get. You'd have to move the, you'd have to move the, the, the hanger or the antenna to get that clear. Fox. That was it. I had four channels growing up for crying out loud. We didn't have, I remember when they had, I remember when VCR came out. I remember when you could watch a movie. Could you imagine this? I remember in my, in, in my house. I remember when someone says, you could watch a movie, you could get a movie and watch it. Not, not just what they'll show you on Disney Channel, not Disney Channel, Disney Night, they had, whatever it is, that, that, that you can watch a movie with 700 commercials. That's what it was. It was like a, like a right? Every 10 minutes there was a commercial, right? You remember this. Right? Every 10 minutes you had a commercial, a five-minute commercial, right? Oh, movie night. That's what it was. I remember one of them saying, you could watch a movie in your house. Like, what? What? It used to be, you watch a movie, you go to the theater with five different movies that you can watch. They didn't have PG-13, they have this. So how complicated, what were things? Now it's so complicated. How it's complicated? Complicated is not even, not even the word complicated of, 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 so what are you gonna do? So how are you gonna have a good life? How are you gonna have a happy life? How are you gonna have a life connected to Hashem? How? You gotta figure that out, how I'm going to get clarity. And it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time, little by little, commitment, working with the right people, talking to the right people, having conversations, being courageous. You have to be courageous. You have to have, you have, to have courage. You have to, be, you have to be a leader, a leader within yourself to say that I'm not going, because what you'll see is, you'll see your friends. You'll see your friends giving in to different things and you'll see what's popular. It's very easy to be a bobblehead, right? It's very easy to be a bobblehead and just to follow the crowd. But as Yitzi Grunwald sent me, right? Why are you following the crowd when the crowd is lost? The crowd is lost. The crowd is lost, so why are you following the crowd? You gotta follow yourself, you gotta get people who you respect and you gotta study them. You gotta get a notebook, you gotta study them, study a way to happiness. You gotta study, right here, you have a man sitting here, Rabbi Simmons is sitting here, he wrote a book on Rabnoth Weinberg. Rabnoth Weinberg, right, I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't read the book, I'm sorry. But, but he was Zoha to, to study a man. Rabbi Weinberg was one of the greatest thinkers in the last, in the last generation of, of, of life, to be a happy person, to be a successful person. Everything's in there. Everything's in there. Nobody, Baruch Hashem, you guys have power. You guys have so much strength. This generation has so much resilience. But you've got to figure out a way how to say, I'm going to make my life a different life. And if you're not going to do that actively, I'm going to say this for real. If you're not going to actively say, I'm going to make changes, and i got to make changes consistently, consistently, not just once and then you hope, Consistently, consistently, speak to someone like Mayor Mattel. I'm being serious. Speak to a guy like Mayor Mattel, who is just like everybody here, just like everybody here, who's been through a lot, and he got married. Can I know You know, he has a family. It doesn't come from putting your feet up and just hoping and praying. It's work. It's day after day. It's keeping the main thing your main thing. Right? And then people get despair. They get despair when things don't go right. People get despair. When, if you get despair when things don't go right, which is a normal thing to do, boy, are you in big, big trouble. Because I'm telling you, things will continue not to go right. That's the way life goes. Life goes that way. 
that things are difficult, things are challenging. You gotta figure out how to get your resilience, how to figure out how to get your clarity. Okay, question and comments for today. Rabbi Erblich, I know you had something, it could be it's a... Uh, in the children, and, and, and I agree. I, I think that, that, that we're discussing more the step before, which is true what you're saying. The step before is you have to be mechanic yourself. You first have to have clarity about your life. You have to know what your life is about. You have to know what your values are and what you're willing to shake and what you're not willing. What, are you, what, are you, what do you believe in? What are, what are your opinions about something? What is your, what, how are you... How are you going through your challenges? Do, do you do well when you have a bad day? What do you do when you have a bad day? What do you do the next day after you have a bad day? What do you do when you have a bad month? What do you do when you give in to your desires? How much are you giving in to your desires? Why are you giving in? Anyone ever ask that question? Why am I giving in to my desires? What is that solution a solution to? Why do I run to my phone? When do I run to my phone? What app do I put on first? Why do I put on that app? How long do I put that app for? Why? When? Sort of like, like understand yourself. Because if you understand yourself, then you can, there's where to begin with. And then you can say, okay, is this where I want to be? How do I change it? You're not going to be the first person. I can tell you one thing. You're not the first person to struggle. You're not the first person to struggle with their tithes, with, their, with your insecurities, most people are insecure. Most people have a lot of tithes. Most people uh, are not happy with where they are. Most people have a lot of doubt about a lot of things. 
That's 90% of the people out there, more than 90%. But what? You gotta learn, how do I deal with that? How do I work through that? Okay, yes, Masano, and then we'll uh, wrap it up. We didn't even do a one halacha, but we're good, yeah. And what? As a good wrap-up, we don't yeah. have to feel bad about that we have all these challenges that nobody had before. Like, Correct. Like, our review, himself went, like, we can look at it as, like, let's embrace it, let's do it. Correct. 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 Beautiful design. Yeah. Correct. Correct. To embrace, and I, and I want to say something, it's not, we say this all the time, it's not about what challenges that you have. You can have the worst challenges, you can have the worst problems, you can think that you have it worse than anybody, it doesn't matter. If you have a derech, if you have a way, if you have people, if you have a way to be seen, if you have a way to figure it out, I promise you, you will get there. It might take you time. It might take a year. It might take you two years. It might take you three years. But I promise you, you will get there. You will get to wherever. If you want happiness, you will become happy. If someone's like, oh, well, I want to become happy tomorrow. That, I don't know if you're going to become happy tomorrow. But if you want to become happy, you can become happy. If you want to be someone who, who, is, who, who is free of anxiety, you could become free of anxiety. If you want to become someone who, who, who is a Talmud Chacham, who has a connection to Torah, to Hashem, you can do that. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. It takes patience. You want to have a good marriage? Takes, that also takes a lot of time and effort. You don't just get married. People think, oh, I'm married, and now I'm going to have a good marriage. It takes years to have a good marriage. It takes years. It takes years and years and years and years and years to have good relationships. Things take time, but there is a path. There is a path. But we have to remember, I think what we have to remember is where am I getting my sanity from? What's my insanity? And what's my sanity? I think that's where you want to start. That's, where, that's why I love starting with the Chavetz Chaim. Because one thing I could say, we're not going to do halacha today. We don't have time. But basically, the reason, actually I'll quickly do halacha. The reason, the reason that I love learning Chavetz Chaim is because one thing that's sane one thing that you want to know that is sane is don't talk about other people. I promise you, if you work on not talking about other people, that is a major pillar. It's a pillar of becoming a great person. And when I say becoming a great person, it doesn't mean you're going to become famous. It doesn't mean that people are going to say you're great. But, but it will mean you'll be a great person. It means you'll have a good, better relationships. You'll do better at work. You'll do better at your home. That's a major, major pillar of stopping to focus on other people. Now that takes time also. Stop focusing on other people. Stop thinking about other people. Stop thinking about anyone but yourself. Not in a selfish way, but in a, in a fact that what do I got to do to help myself? Forget about this guy, that guy, this guy, this guy, politics, uh, sports. You can love the Yankees. You can love... Sports, you can love football, you can love that thing. But, 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 but spending time with your friends, which friends? Who are your friends? Who are your friends? Friends could kill you. Friends could kill your life, I'm just telling you. The people you hang around with can kill, literally kill you. Kill you. They can make your life miserable, and you won't even know it. There's some people, there's some people, I know within my, my own life, there's some people you hang around, you don't realize the strong influence, especially at your age, that the people you hang around with can affect you for the rest 
of your life and they could destroy your life. And then you could have a friend who could change your life. You have a friend who can, who can uplift you, who could, who could push you in a certain direction. You have to be very, very careful who you hang around with. Let's do a quick halakha and then we'll wrap up for today. Talking negatively about a book, publication, right? You can't say about a Jewish book, oh, that book was so boring. Lately, the articles in that newspaper are not interesting. See, it's Minish Ryan. I was talking about uh, the magazines. Maybe it's a little, little muster for me, right? Talking negatively about a Jewish production of film is forbidden, right? You cannot talk negatively about a singer. You can't say, oh, I don't like uh, so-and-so, his song. You know, you're not allowed to do that. If it's Jewish. And I say if you're, what? Only if Jewish. Correct. Now, I always say, even if it's not Jewish, you want to train yourself not to be someone who talks negatively about anybody. You want to, um, um, so a person can affect, why are these statements forbidden? Because imagine if you were the author, producer, composer, how would you feel if someone spread negative information? Uh, so how do I do a tikkun, Harav? How do I do a tikkun? And I said, uh, everyone, uh, what? Speak about their uh, articles or something. The message, of the message right. Yeah, right. I didn't speak bad about that. Well, I was careful, okay. I can say, because I spoke earlier about uh, Jewish from magazines. I was trying to give, I was trying to give over an a, a, a important message. I wasn't trying to speak less than her about that. Okay. That you have to be careful. Right. Okay, Hashem will help us all. Let us be Zoha to to only see wonderful things in each other. We should only see beautiful things in um, ourselves. And Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha to get to get clarity. I think that's the key. To try and get clarity of what you want your life to look like, what you want yourself to look like. What is it that I want to be? Who do I want to be? And then start a plan. Start a plan. It could be a five-year plan. It could be a 10-year plan. It could be a 20-year plan. Whatever it might be. And through that, we'll all be Zoha to live the life that we want to live. Have a wonderful day.